If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Adjar Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Of the Players Championship here on a Thursday opening round of the players at TPC Sawgrass. And as expected, the weather has played a role here on Thursday. It likely will play a role on Friday. We'll see about Saturday and Sunday. Well, it's going to play a role because of wind and, and uh, conditions, but I'm not sure about the rain at least. Today, it's all about the rain. Not really windy, actually calm and, and warm, but uh, a good amount of rain overnight. Uh, delayed this morning. And they got some holes in, uh, several golfers on the course, 12 holes in for some, four under par of the lead by a few, and then a four-hour and 15-minute delay. Uh, and really, that's not even done yet. I'm, I'm projecting the 15 minutes because at 3.15 during our show, they will resume play here at the Players' Championship. It's going to be a soggy one. Brent Martineau here. Austin Lane will join us at 4 o'clock today until 6 o'clock. Casey Kurtz back in the Action Sports Shack studios. Do a little something different from the Players' Championship. We figured we'd go 60 minutes of the players. Three, hour three to hour four. and um, Or for an hour from three to four, <laughs> better said. And then we'll get back into what we talk about a lot is that uh, football. We'll actually visit with a uh, Gator Nationals driver as well today on the show. We'll continue to update you on the players as well. We'll go heavy players championship for the next hour. Casey Kurtz all mad because Hideki Matsuyama uh, drew with a back injury, and that messed up the fantasy world. You okay? You over that yet? I mean, you should be happier. Newly married man. we got the players championship. We're talking some golf for an hour. Don't yeah. be so mad. Don't be so angry. Yeah, I'm I'm still a little frustrated. Uh, Hideki, you know, it is what it is. You got the back. Uh, that's all cool. I'm more mad at how fantasy golf is handled in terms of the withdrawal. It's the only sport that when the event starts, everything locks because when uh, Sunday football starts at 1 p.m., they don't lock the 4 o'clock players. So what's the point of locking a guy that doesn't have a tee time at the first tee time as everybody else? So that's my problem. And when you spend the salary you do on Hideki Matsuyama, you're pretty much done for the entire week. So now I'm just watching as a fan, which is still good, but, you know, a little disappointing as well. Well, and you've got your guy. Who'd you pick again? Uh, Gary Woodland. There you go. So you got Woodland to chair for, who he's yet to tee off, I don't think, at least. I think he uh, played a little bit. Oh, did he play a little bit? Yeah, I believe he's one under. Okay. Double check. Yeah, this. by the way, the scoring was good this morning, partially because it's ball in hand, which basically means if your ball's in the fairway, it's all muddy and it's, you know, some, there's not going to be a lot of rollout here because of the soggy conditions. They can clean the ball, place it back down. That's very beneficial to the golfer, case. Oh, absolutely. It's You don't get stuck in a divot, say, or stuck in the mud. And sometimes you'll have mud on the ball anyway. But uh, for this instance, you don't have to worry about that. All right. Uh, no surprise, Casey, that we've got this situation here at the Players' Championship. It's going to be really interesting. Do we get to a Monday finish? People are already talking about that. But the fact that they get to go back out for the next few hours and play golf, I think certainly helps. The afternoon wave, I don't believe, will even play today. But they'll have to play a lot of golf tomorrow. So there'll be a lot of catch-up, most likely, with this field um, throughout the next couple of days, then to the cut. And I guess it just depends how many more delays we have if we end up seeing a Monday finish. Yeah, you would have to think you're going to I believe there will be a Monday finish because, to your point, like you just said, 
I mean, I looked it up when the new tee times came out. I think uh, the sundown time is like 6.31, and you've got four or five groups that won't even tee off before then. So you have guys that are not even going to play any golf today, which is going to be a problem. You're going to set them back where they have to play two rounds tomorrow, but we're not even sure if anybody's playing golf tomorrow because of the weather. So I think this is a obviously nothing the Players' Championship could do, but I think you're on the way to a Monday finish unless you're going to have guys that could potentially playing. 36 or more holes in one day, and I don't see that happening. Yeah, and by the way, that that's people, it happens, right? And what the tour will have to decide sooner or later is if they want that to happen in this tournament, which is obviously, a, in their estimation, on the fringe of a major championship. It's treated like a major championship. There's $20 million in purse money on the line. So how do they want that to unfold do they want the sunday night the prime time finish which of course i think they would uh on nbc or do you get a monday finish it's certainly all in play and i just think at the time it's really hard to predict so let's give you an update on what's going on here uh, at the players as i mentioned some good scoring harold varner who is i'm not sure if he currently lives in jacksonville but he has lived in jacksonville moved out of jacksonville come back to jacksonville i think he's currently in jacksonville again or maybe he's up the road um in like a sea island or something but he's somewhat of a local guy he's played this course many a times and he's coming off a win i think it was in saudi arabia yep. uh, a few weeks back and he's got uh, four under par through 11 holes will zalatoris very interesting, Casey. This is a guy who struggled a little bit with the putter. In fact, I was watching ESPN Plus's coverage early this morning, and they were talking about his putting stroke and the lack of confidence in it. And he even just tapped in from like a foot and a half out, and it looked shaky. Well, I think he's found the putting stroke. He's four under par. Yeah, I, I was surprised to see him this morning. Not surprised to see him at the top of the leaderboard, but surprised when uh, he had at least two two putts that were over 10 feet that he calmly stepped up and in, in his terms hit it and went in one for birdie one for par so i think he's a world-class ball striker you see that he's consistently at the top of the leaderboard but he's lost tournaments due to his ability on the green so if this guy's putting like he was earlier this morning and can keep that going i'm i'm telling you it might be a runaway from will zalatoris yeah i mean he's very colin morikawa-esque in terms of his ball striking right i yeah. mean if you think about ball strikers just the putting has been a problem tommy fleetwood four to par it was really interesting coming into today and this weekend i have the european golfers right or the non-american golfers in mind because they play in some nasty, windy, rainy weather, right? I mean, you like them in the Open Championship and the Irish Open. All the, the players that are used to that, they grew up around that. It's kind of one of the reasons I like Victor Hovland, you know? So, but Fleetwood comes to mind when you think of players like that. He's world-class potential, and here he is on the top of the leaderboard. Now, what's crazy about what I thought and what has really happened here is we got a lot of wet conditions. We didn't really have wind. We will get that on the weekend. But we did not have wind today. It was very calm around the 17th hole and around this golf course. Uh, Kramer Hickok, honestly don't know much about him. Three under par. But he's off to a nice start here at the Players' Championship along with Kevin Streelman. Patrick Reed, three under par. Abraham Answer, three under par. And then you've got a host of players at two under, including a couple of locals. Russell Knox, of course, J.U. Dolphin grad, uh, lives in town. Two under par. Nice start for him through 11. And Cameron Smith. Two under par. I watched him uh, make par on the 17th hole earlier today. He's an Australian guy but lives in the Jacksonville area, so very familiar with this golf course as well. Overall, the story is pretty good scoring 
Casey Kurtz, uh, unless you go to a guy like Adam Shank, and with a name like that, that certainly can happen, plus seven through 12 holes. So not everybody's playing well. Dylan Fratelli, plus four. Uh, Nick Watney, plus three. Paul Casey, who I would think would be good in these kind of conditions, plus three. So uh, And a former Players' Champ, Adam Scott, three over through nine holes as well. So, uh, listen, you still got to play well. You still got to hit the ball. You still got to get it in the hole. And even some of the world-class players, like a Tony Finau, through nine holes, is two over par. Maybe the rain delay does him well as he can kind of reset his mind going into his uh, last nine holes here on this opening round. Absolutely. There were conditions out there that were gettable. You have 36 guys that are currently under par and have played a decent amount of holes. Adam Scott is probably hoping, like you mentioned, he is a, a couple over par. He's probably wishing that they would have uh, stopped the golf before he hit 18-T, went in the water twice. Uh, so that's where his day got unraveled. He was minus one going to 18, and now he's three over par so like you said though the conditions were scorable we'll have to see how it plays out now but there's a lot of birdies out there and it's surprising to see guys like Paul Casey like you said Tony Fino hasn't been playing great of late but hopefully these conditions stay the same obviously you'd assume the greens are going to be a little slower now and how that will affect some of the guys at the top of the leaderboard but I'm surprised with what we saw obviously the rain played in but with the rough being as thick as it was I didn't think there'd be as many birdies early but I was way wrong on that yeah, I'm a little so the rough is really thick. I was watching this morning, maybe the first hour, and I forget who it was. It was the 12th hole. I can't remember now. And they were like, wow, look at the rough. You couldn't see the ball. And I think the uh, the broadcast team said you, you couldn't find a baseball in that kind of rough. And then it was on 12, so it's a short par four. And, I mean, you're talking probably had 110 yards to the green. That thing just advanced in the air about eight yards got in the fairway and rolled up short of the green but you should have seen the divot out of the rough i mean that is a big storyline here at the players championship take away the rain the wind the everything else this was going to play harder this year regardless the rough is thick they actually even trimmed it a couple of days ago but it's still very thick and full and it was going to be a challenge man i mean that is different than the last uh, well i think most of the time when they play this thing in may than it's been. I mean, the rough is not usually a major factor. You always want to be in the fairway, but uh, the rough is going to be a factor this week, with or without rain and wind. Yeah, I think I, I personally like it better that way because when you think about the Players' Championship, you think about a prestigious event that obviously has continued to grow uh, that momentum in terms of being talked about as a major championship. So when you think of thick, rough, and tough course conditions. You think of the U.S. Open, another prestigious event, the, the British Open as well. So I think making the rough thicker in this event makes it more exciting to watch because there's more to lose. Patrick Cantlay, for example, was not in the fairway pretty much at all this morning, one of the best players in the world. He's over par right now. Yep. His scrambling was okay, but you can't play out of, these, out of the rough right now and really recover well enough to make birdie and barely make par. So I like what they've done here. I like the idea to try to make it tougher without really changing the course like you see at some places. So I like it, and now there's no telling what will happen as the golfers get back on the course. By the way, you mentioned Kentley. He, he was struggling a little bit, but he did uh, hit a very good shot on 17. I was out there getting some video for TV and getting rained on at the time, and he actually had to mark his ball some right. five feet away to uh, when they delayed. So when he comes back in just a few minutes, probably making his way to 17, might be already there, but when they that horn goes off and you'll hear it, uh, to resume play, uh, Patrick Cantlay will have a birdie from about five feet on the 17th hole to make a birdie, and maybe that gets him going uh, as well. I, w I thought we'd get a little bit more wind on Thursday. I didn't realize, with all the weather, I just kind of assumed that we'd get more wind. While well, I was at 17, that flag was still. 
Uh, and now above the hospitality tent, you can still get something different than what the flag is reading on that hole. But it, it, I don't think we're getting anything. I think it was pretty still. Uh, it's in a back pin location today on 17. So nobody's really chasing it. Now the greens are really receptive. Uh, because of the overnight rain. And so you were seeing a lot spin back toward the front of the green. In fact, the most danger I saw about going in the water was the spin coming back and maybe going through that first uh, yard or so or rough right before you get to the green near the bulkhead and going in the in the water on the front side. Yeah. Uh, but nobody was being too aggressive. Uh, but Cantlay did stuff one in. Sergio Garcia made a big birdie putt on 17 from I think it was like 47 feet or yep. something. Uh, so... Another former champ uh, at least having some fun on the 17th hole. But I guess my point in that, Casey, is 17 I thought would be a little bit more mysterious today with some of the weather. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to play that hard. I don't think we're going to see a ton of birdies there unless people roll in the 40-foot putts. But I also just don't think we're going to see that many balls in the water on 17 today. Uh, Or, well, one, because the whole field's not playing. (laughs) And two, because of the conditions. Yeah, I agree. I I saw... It's interesting how they're playing 17 in terms, like you said, there's a lot. There's been a lot of uh, rollout, and I think Hovland, who is there on the course right now, he's sizing up his putt that did almost roll off of the green, so he's got a long one to go on 17. But, yeah, I think in terms of 17 and in terms of what Patrick Cantlay has looking at him, this is a huge putt for him in the rest of the tournament because you can't afford to go to two over par when you don't know what's ahead of you and you're five feet away from birdie. And he, from what I saw, you may have seen something that I haven't. He had the best shot on 17. Uh, in terms of closest to the pin. So I think these guys are going to get more aggressive if there's no wind to try to stick it close like Cantley because if you're 40 so feet away, unless you're Sergio Garcia, you're probably going to have a hard time making birdie. Well, I don't know if you could hear the horn. I, I thought it would be louder. Even when I was out at 17 and when they stopped play, the horn was kind of a weak foghorn, man. I mean, I want to be able to hear that thing from my house I'm in Durban Crossing. I mean, uh, so I didn't. Um, but the horn just sounded Fans are walking back in, and play has resumed here at the 2022 Players' Championship. And we should get a good window of play. Now it's just darkness you're messing around with. And we'll get at least this morning wave through however many holes they can. And then, again, that afternoon, wow, tomorrow they're going to have to play. They have a chance to play some 36 holes, I would think, the way this is set up. We'll see what the PGA Tour says. But certainly looking that way for anybody that was going to tee off Uh, this afternoon that they'll have to sneak in a bunch of golf uh, tomorrow. So the horn has sounded here at the Players' Championship. We are back to full play, and we'll continue to keep you updated on the scoreboard. Here's what we're doing today. A little different. We took this Thursday opportunity here live from the Players' Championship. Now, we thought we'd see more golf by now, but, of course, weather interrupting. Casey Kurtz and myself uh, giving you an hour from the Players, setting you up for the rest of the day telling you what happened throughout the day so far. And then Austin Lane will join us coming up at uh, 4 o'clock for the remainder of the show. The real reason we said, hey, Austin, you don't have to come in from 3 to 4. You know, go get your errands done. But I really didn't want to talk wrestling for an hour after talking golf for an hour. So this excludes us from having to talk wrestling for an hour, right? Yeah, that's how I understand it. That's how the rules, I think, were played out because uh, if we had to do an hour of wrestling, which don't get me wrong, I could talk some wrestling, but we're not going to leave a lot of time for football, and I've heard that's one of the important sports here in America. Yeah, that is. Uh, Just to give you a couple updates, by the way, too, uh, we're going to talk a little with Josh Allen today. i got a lot of responses on my thoughts of extending Josh Allen, so that will be coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. Also, the Florida Gators, uh, which probably won't break them down, but if you're just jumping in, they lost on a buzzer beater in overtime in the SEC tournament uh, probably dampens and maybe hammers 
their chances at going through the NCAA tournament, depending on how you view that and what else happens in some of these tournaments. March Madness certainly is here. All right, let's do this, Casey. Let's take a break. Uh, we Play has resumed. We'll give you updates when we come back. Did Patrick Cantlay make that birdie putt? What else are we looking for this weekend? And will this be a weekend where stars win the day or the younger generation that not all fans and sports fans know about but soon might know their names get it done by the time Sunday or maybe even Monday rolls around? It's Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Special hour to start the show here on a Thursday. All plays, all the time, up until 4 o'clock. It's Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. You know, the golf course is in perfect shape. The rough is higher than I've seen. Yeah. So before the weather comes in, the golf course is playing a lot different than we've seen in the past. Some of this rough is up pretty high. I mean, it's it's got to be 6 to 8 inches in some areas. And... Um, but now you throw in the weather. Yeah, this is going to be a challenge. It's going to be a. It's it's going to be just mentally grueling, and you can't really. It's not about 13 under, 15 under. This is about just making the best score possible, and whatever that equals out. You know, uh, Zach Johnson won the Masters at what two over at one time. Yeah. So it, I mean, even with bad weather, high winds, there's still going to be a winner and a loser, right? So long as you keep your head on there and just keep focused and keep grinding, um, like Paulie and Webb do. Um, hopefully, I'll be up close to them. That is Bubba Watson joined us yesterday, two-time Masters champ here on ESPN 690. We're at the Paul Tesori Family Foundation All-Star Clinic. And uh, he was talking about Paul Tesori, caddy for Wood Simpson, so we'll talk about those guys in a bit as well. But, you know, what's interesting about all that sound that you just heard from Bubba Watson, I don't think he's even talking about today. <laughs> I think he's talking about what could come tomorrow, especially on Saturday into Sunday. That wind is going to gust around 40 miles an hour, blow consistently around 25, and that will really make this course difficult. Plus, you're going to go from wearing shorts and, and dodging raindrops to, man, you better have that, that winter cap on by Sunday morning or late Saturday. It's going to be chilly. I, I don't know what the feel-like temperatures will be, but it, you're going to feel it. I can t- guarantee that. Brent Martineau live at the Players' Championship at TPC Sawgrass Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Again, we're going all players all the time until 4 o'clock today. And then Austin Lane rejoins us as we uh, just a normal show after that. We'll have some football talk. I will give you a little teaser on the football side of things here. You see what Cam Robinson just tweeted. Uh, of course, he was tagged the other day by the Jacksonville Jaguars. And so uh, Cam takes a picture of, like, writing notes. It's like an emoji, I guess, for writing notes. And then Dilla on Twitter, every, famously on Twitter, says, quotes, quote tweets that, says, signing it or he's reading our tweets and making a list. And then <laughs> Cam says, the latter. Oh, boy. <laughs> So I guess that doesn't mean he signed it or is planning on signing it yet, but he is making a list. <laughs> so uh, interesting. I wonder if I'm on the list. Yeah, uh, be nice question. to Cam Robinson, I guess, is the is the story here. Uh, we will talk more about that and what the Jags are doing. Also might be some news out of Major League Baseball we'll have to get to. Uh, could we? Oh, the, oh, is it official? Uh, it sounds like they've agreed on a tentative deal, according to ESPN. Players vote, yeah, 26 to 12 in favor. Baseball will be back. Looks like April 7th. So uh, there we go. Baseball will be back April 7th. Yeah, so much for those deadlines. So much know. for canceling that next week, right? Yeah, I guess that doesn't count anymore. 
because we can just move deadlines. But all right, you know, a lot going uh, on today. There's a lot going on, so we'll talk all about that again, four to six, and we'll keep you updated on these things that are happening in the middle of some of the players' championship and golf talk. Uh, as well let's give you an update on the leaderboard if you're driving around and, and not really sure what's going on today we can update you on this there was a delay to start the uh, day the first round by about an hour then they got some golf in then the rains came then the storms came you know it never really lightning or anything out here but i think it was in the vicinity we heard some rumbles of thunder but it was a, it's a sloppy day now with all the rain i mean it, your shoes are, are done in by this time if you've been walking around on the grass uh, so four-hour and 15-minute delay. They just resumed as we started the show uh, around 3.15. Tommy Fleetwood in the lead, 500 par through 11 holes. He started on the back nine, but 500 through 11, very good. Harold Varner and uh, Will Zalatoris, one back at four under. Uh, Kramer Hickok, Kevin Streelman, Aaron Wise, Abraham Answer, three under. Patrick Reed has now dropped out of that mix. He was at three under. Uh, Russell Knox has dropped a stroke. He was two under when the rains came, and now is one under through 12 holes. So we'll continue to keep you updated. John Rahm, by the way, two under par uh, as he heads to the 18th hole, but that's his ninth hole of the day. So obviously starting on both one and ten. Brett Martin here, Casey Kurtz, back in the Action Sports Shack studios. Casey, give us more on the fantasy stuff. So Hideki Matsuyama withdraws yesterday. That gets Patrick Rogers in the tournament. Mm -hmm. And so... The way I see this is you picked in fantasy uh, Hideki Matsuyama, and then you complained to the lords of fantasy golf that something's wrong with their system. Yeah, I'm going to just call them by their name because uh, I don't know how every system works, but DraftKings, the official betting partner of the PGA Tour, we should mention. Yeah, so you get Hideki Matsuyama and you play him, and how golf works is your lineup locks when the first tee time goes off. So what sense does that really make because you got – Three guys teeing off, six guys at most at that time, but everybody else locks. If you go to other sports, uh, NBA, for example, the contest starts at 7 p.m., but if you don't play till 10 p.m., that player doesn't get locked in your lineup until 10 p.m., you can still change him out if, say, he gets sick or, say, something happens and you find out he's not going to play. Golf is not that case. So, yeah, to your point, Hideki Matsuyama withdraws this morning. So everybody who has him in the lineup, and I think he withdrew, like, minutes before the lineups were to lock. So nobody could change him out in my contest, which is the bigger contest of the week. Um, he's owned an 11% of leagues. So some people did get on it, but there's 11% of people that are in contests that are just absolutely screwed. There's no other way around it. So you got to fix that if you're DraftKings because it happens. It seems like every week somebody's withdrawing. It actually just happened to me two weeks ago with Matt Fitzpatrick um, at the Genesis, I believe, and the same thing happened. I didn't catch it. I wasn't, you know... Awake. They were playing at like 6 a.m. Lineup locks. I wake up, find out Fitzpatrick's not in, and you're done again. So I think that's the way that it works on DraftKings, and somehow they have to find a way to fix that because it's just guys are withdrawing all the time for whatever reason. But at the end of the day, there's got to be a way to get around that. Yeah. So what? What do you have a solution? Well, do they just give you a grace period. So I think, I think like if in this situation, if you don't catch a guy withdraws, like I would be fine. Because you're getting nothing. You're getting absolutely nothing from Hideki Matsuyama, zero points. It is what it is. I think at a minimum, they give you the guy they replace him with. Because I'm paying $9,000 of my salary for Hideki Matsuyama. That's a huge chunk. The highest amount is 11000 for John Rahm. Uh, so you're, play you're paying a pretty, pretty big price for a, a guy like Hideki Matsuyama. In my opinion, whoever he gets replaced with, the alternate, give me Patrick Rogers. I understand Patrick Rogers is not going to win the event, but if he did, that would be incredible. But I understand he's not going to, but that way I don't get a zero. If Patrick Rogers somehow can make the cut, 
then fantastic. I get those points. If he doesn't, I'll just get two days worth of points and we'll move on. But I think you got to look at that or give me somebody that doesn't make the cut so you at least get points for it. But sticking somebody with zero, I just think is kind of messed up. Yeah, I hear you. So we'll see what happens. I'm sure there's more people complaining, not just you, but you are complaining this week because you had Hideki Matsuyama. Maybe you should have known better who's had a shoulder injury. Well, you know, sometimes you just can't see these things coming. That is true. Guys to withdraw, by the way, for a variety of reasons. Uh, just giving up uh, our picks. So you picked... Uh, uh, Gary Woodland. Gary Woodland. Which I keep forgetting. I have a lot of names in my head because I'll tell you why in a moment because I had to pick four guys. Uh, he just went to two under par, by the way. Two under par. So there you go. Nice start. He played well last week. So uh, I think uh, this might be a good selection on your part. I had Victor Hovland, who was one under. We'll see uh, where he... He should still now. be there. He uh, he, he two-putted on 17, yep. Okay, so he's playing 18. Yeah, he's one under par, so top 20 right now. And uh, he has been in good form as well. Now, I did this other pool, and I got to pick four guys, but it's for the entire majors and the players' championship, so you can't use them twice. Okay. So I got Rory McIlroy, Tommy Fleetwood, Victor Hovland, and Shane Lowry. Okay. I went all European. Yeah, it sounds that way. Yeah. And so, uh, but Fleetwood's not a bad guy right now to have. He's in the lead. No, I, I, I love Tommy Fleetwood. I think he's got incredible talent. Obviously, five wins on the European tour and uh, a couple other tours uh, in the other PGA Tour affiliated leagues as well. But still nothing in the United States winless. And it's going to come at some point. Uh, he usually performs well in major championships and tournaments like this. He just can't get it done. He actually just backed away from his tee shot because somebody yelled at him, um, ironically. But he's on the tee at 12. As your leader and has been playing good today, I, I don't hate the pick, I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, and I don't hate it right now. We'll see what happens. Uh, there's a lot of golf still to be played, but that's not a bad start. By the way, Shane Lowry, I mentioned his name. He's one under, uh, and Rory doesn't tee off until later, which means probably tomorrow. <laughs> Likely. For, for Rory McIlroy. Uh, so challenges for these golfers for sure. They're going to end up getting stuck playing a lot of golf at times this weekend. It's a high-intensity golf now, major feel here at the Players' Championship. So add the wind and the conditions, and that will wear you out a little bit. Uh, a lot of focus for these guys, and whoever does that best and manages that. They did expect it, though. It's not like it was unexpected. We knew this weather was coming, and we know the weather is still coming throughout the weekend of what it looks like. I don't think there's any ambiguity in the forecast. I think people know this is what it's going to be like, so at least they can get mentally set. Now, I asked before the break, do we like when big-time names win names we know, or do we like this young crop of players that maybe we don't know as well, but we're getting to know them winning events like this. We've seen it all here at the Players, right? We have Justin Thomas, huge name in golf. Rory McIlroy, huge name in golf. Tiger, Phil, uh, you name it. But we've also had, like, Siwoo Kim, mm -hmm. right? And we've had, heck, you go way back to a guy like Craig Perks, who won for the first time. Uh, we've had Hal Sutton, who people know his name, but now they know his name more so because of winning an event like this and some Ryder Cup stuff. He was a good player, but I wouldn't say he was a star. I even think a guy like Henrik Stenson, like, he's a big-time worldwide player, but I'm not sure he's, like, to an everyday fan of sports. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, Henrik Stenson, you mm -hmm. know? So I wonder, you're a golf fan. There are a lot of golf fans in the area. Do you want to see some of the younger crop come up and win, or like a Neiman or a, or a Hovland? Um, 
I mean, I, the list goes on and on. There's so many of them. So just pick your poison. Or do you want to see guys that you know, like Rory, Justin, even a John Rahm, who I think is past the other category I'm talking about, even though he hasn't won um, a lot other than winning the U.S. Open. Which which side would you pick from? Which bucket would you pick from? Star or rising star? Um, I personally, in this in this event, I would like to go rising star. And that's because when you look at the major championships, you usually, when in, in any given year, two of them usually go to bigger players and two of them kind of come out of nowhere. But the players' championship is kind of all over the place. Like you said, you've had both amount of winners. But the way I look at golf right now is it's so young and so talented as many sports are but i think winning the players championship gives you an opportunity to propel what you can be to just casual fans now i'm so locked into the point where i don't really know how big of a name victor hovland is to a casual fan i i know victor hovland very well but then even if you go deeper like you just said joaquin neiman even a guy like abraham answer i think those younger players can totally propel themselves into stardom and that's why i'd like to see a younger guy win uh this year's players championship and see what they can do throughout the rest of the season well we've probably given you this stat a few times but there's five thir- the top five in the world are all under the age of 30 so that gives you an idea where golf is golf is in a fantastic place even if you don't know their names yet you will and so they feel very good about their game like i like in golf right now to kind of what i say about the nba uh, the NFL is a different animal to me, one, because it's not worldwide the way these sports are, uh, but also it's like I'm not sure it matters the star power. The shield and the teams and the sport itself are really bigger than even them. Uh, it's great to have stars, and you're going to have stars. But I think about golf and I think about the NBA because I've said this about the NBA recently. I think there's more depth in their star power than ever, ever in the NBA. And we can go on and on about guys under 25 and guys around 27, 28, and even the LeBrons and Steph Currys and all those guys still. Uh, well, I think golf has a little bit of this. They've still got some big-time stars, even very young for this game, in their early 30s to mid-30s. And then they have this group that would fit into the under-25 class like the NBA has right now, from a John Morant to a hopeful Zion Williamson to... Uh, Uh, Jason Tatum (laughs) Uh, to a Devin Booker, you know, to those kind of guys. Well, the Hovlands of the world, the Neemans of the world, they fit in that category. So the depth of star potential, the depth of field in golf is better than probably it's ever been, Casey. No, I agree. I think it's incredible. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Gary Woodland, real quick, let me throw this in. Gary Woodland from off the green, didn't quite get it up on the green, rolled back exactly to where he was standing. So he went for a take two. And Did it again. And, no, he drilled it. Oh, he made it. For par. So that's a, that was a pretty incredible chip in. I'm what not, hole is that? Uh, is that eight or something? Yeah, I think it is eight, actually. Yeah, it is eight, yep. Um, so that, that was pretty incredible. But, yeah, to answer your question, I think there is so much depth in golf right now because when you look at, like, for example, we're talking about Victor Havlin a lot because he's on the course right now, but there's so many guys each and every week that just – go in and out because some of these guys don't play and you almost forget about guys like Dustin Johnson who's in the field this week we just haven't seen Dustin a lot this year so you have guys like Zalatoris that play a lot Hovland plays a lot so their names come to mind but there's so much Joaquin Neiman a guy that just won Abraham Ants like it just goes on and on even Kramer Hickok a guy that you said you don't know much about has the ability to 
compete. He's nearly won a couple of times on the PGA Tour. I don't think he's going to get it done at the Players' Championship for his first win, but he could. Sam Burns is another guy. Like, it just goes on. I'll give you another guy. Cameron Smith is, like, yep. one of the best players on the planet. And, again, not many people would know about him. Now, he's not a young guy, per se, like in that under-25 category, but he's a new name that is – is as good as anybody in the world. Yeah, agreed. And a guy that just made a birdie on 17, Terrell Hatton. Like, it just goes on and on. The ability that these guys have, so many guys have the ability to win each and every week. There is not a lot of guys in golf that you can point at right now and say, oh, he has no chance to win. Like, there's yeah. just not that many of those guys right now. There may have been in the past, but there are so many guys with win potential in the PGA Tour right now that you may or may not know, but you probably will uh, in the near future. A couple of things I want to remind you. We're doing uh, 60 minutes basically on the Players' Championship to start a Thursday here, 3 o'clock until 4 o'clock. Austin will join us coming up in the 4 o'clock hour until 6, and then a uh, normal show. We're going to talk a lot about football. Baseball is back. Major League Baseball um, has agreed, uh, tentatively at least, to a deal, and season will start on April 7th, so there's some good news for baseball fans. Uh, we will also talk a little bit about, uh, well, the Florida Gators lost on a buzzer beater in overtime. So we'll get back to all the sports talk uh, that we normally do, and primarily football, uh, from 4 to 6 with Austin, Casey, and myself. But from 3 to 4, we're going here from TPC Sawgrass, all about the players for 60 minutes. And right now, Tommy Fleetwood has the lead at 5 under par. Uh, as they are back out on the course after resuming play after a four-hour and 15-minute delay. I want to also remind you a couple other things. If you follow along with me, you know about our Dream 18. Do a golf tournament. Last year, we started a discount golf card. And for this week only, or we might extend it into the next week, uh, <laughs> especially if there's a Monday finish. But now is a great time to buy it. It's always a great time to buy it because it's the best deal in town. And, and golf prices are through the roof. Everybody's raising their rates. It's normally $69 for discounted golf, nine different courses participating. Plus, you get some free stuff from Smoothie King and Baker Sports and Dome Hats. Well, you can get it for $10 off this week. So go to ActionSportsJackStream18.com. It is the best deal in town if you like to play golf. Get your buddies. Get four of them. You get your foursome already set. But it is a really good deal, especially where golf rates are uh, right now. You will save a bundle, and you get to help out some charities uh, in the area. Too. And I want to say one more thing, Casey. We haven't really told many people about this, but we're working on it. That will start probably in a month, uh, right around the Masters, maybe right after the Masters, working on a new Dream 18 show. We're going to have a season of uh, a dozen episodes where we talk golf for an hour, but the primary part of it is we talk to people and players and celebrities about their favorite 18-hole round. Guys like Jim Furyk, what would he pick? 58, 59, Ryder Cup, U.S. Open? Well, we're going to talk to Jim. Uh, next month we'll start that. We'll give you more information as we go on our new Dream 18 show. So if you like golf, you're in the right place. If you like sports, you're in the right place as well. We'll give you an update on the leaderboard. One more segment on the Players' Championship. And then 4 o'clock hour, we go back to football and the regular stuff. Action Sports Jacks, live at the Players' Championship on ESPN 690. We'll be right back. This is going to be probably a, a worse nightmare case. 
for, for caddies, but also players. Like, this is a rare, like, situation we have coming up these next three days where we pretty much know for the next two and a half days, meaning starting Thursday morning, it's going to rain. It's going to rain consistently. There's going to be heavy periods of rain. There's going to be lighter periods of rain, but we know it's going to be continuous. And it's a brutal place to be because you just keeping the grips dry, keeping the clubs dry. Also, the biggest thing for me is keeping my yardage book dry because if, if I if that gets wet, if those pages get wet and I can't read it, that's how we have all of our numbers, all the information that we have. It's in that book. That's Paul Tesori, a local product, caddy for Webb Simpson. Of course, uh, won the Players' Championship, also U.S. Open champ. Webb uh, coming off injury, and uh, Paul joined us yesterday at the Tesori Family Foundation event at the Yards on ESPN 690. You can go back to listen to that interview. Paul's awesome. Always great. Bubba Watson joined us as well. That's uh, up on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690, our YouTube channel. You can also subscribe to our podcast with the same thing, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. That's an easy way to go back and listen as well. I'm trying to find Webb Simpson. He was one over, uh, but I'm would say probably very little expectation for Webb coming back and not playing a lot of golf as of late, but obviously wanting to play here at the Players' Championship and, and also get ready for the Masters, Casey. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Webb two over par uh, as it's playing right now. But, yeah, I think Webb, uh, he knows his game. He picks out his schedule uh, accordingly to his game. So I think this is just a – it's weird to say, but I think this is just a get-back-into-the-swing-of-things type event. It just happens to be at the Players' Championship. Yeah, I think uh, – by the way, I thought Paul was really interesting what he said about the yardage book. Like, I'm thinking grips and you got to wrestle all umbrellas and keep the towels dry and all this other stuff, but the yardage book is key. <laughs> That's one – you took all the notes. You did all your homework, especially if you played here a bunch. You want to be able to refer to that. Don't want the uh, – don't drop it in a puddle. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's something you don't think about because you don't really see it. But you, if it gets wet, we're not going to see anybody pull out a full-on notepad. I think you're pretty much in trouble if your yeah. yardage book gets wet. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I was watching today. You know, we're around 17, and obviously I was shooting some video for our uh, TV side, Action Sports Shacks at the Players. By the way, we'll have a full recap of the day at 11.15 on CBS 47, Fox 30. And I was like, what? one thing about the rain, it's a beautiful chance for manufacturers to advertise you That's got true. the Callaway umbrella, the Titleist umbrella, the Ping umbrella, the this umbrella. I mean, they got everything out. And so it was uh, one major advertisement for all the players and their respective um, manufacturers at the very least. Uh, that's why we got to give out ESPN 690 umbrella. I'm saying. To everybody at the players. Well, that'll Good be, idea. That'll be cheap. Maybe it'll be the uh, dream. Maybe it'll, it'll be a Dream 18 gift for the tournament. This there year. you go. That's now not a talking. bad gift. That's a good idea. You know, you don't get too excited about an umbrella when you get a tea gift at tournaments. But then you're like, man, I'm glad I got that umbrella. When you get, like, you have it in the car or the golf bag. And you're like, I need it. You never know when you're going to need an umbrella. No, never know. Um, well, Simpson just threw a dart, by the way, on yeah. uh, 12. There we go. You're seeing more coverage than I am right now. Uh, the first delay at the Players' Championship in seven years. So I've been here 14 years. I remember a Saturday morning we had this crazy storm Friday night over into Saturday, and it actually knocked down trees 16. They had, to, like, they had chainsaws out and everything. It was wild. Jeez. So it, it was a mega storm, but the cut, I believe, had already been made at that point, if I remember correctly. So... We've really been fortunate in the time I've been here, which is since 2008, so that's, this is my 14th, I believe, uh, Players' Championship. It's been pretty good. We've been lucky. And we've never had a Monday finish, by the way, in May. 
Uh, so now that we're back in March, we've had four Monday finishes. So I guess it's no surprise to see whether wreak a little havoc. A little unlucky for the Players' Championship. Last week was beautiful. We've hardly had rain in the entire calendar year of 2022 so far. And then we get this kind of week, which is uh, a bit unfortunate. You raise a good question in the commercial break. So let's finish our 60 minutes at the Players' Championship to start off Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 today with this. You mentioned a war of attrition potentially could take place over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Kind of like hold on to your hats. Get out there in front maybe for guys like Varner and Fleetwood who are in the lead at 500 par through 13 holes because the strokes could dwindle as the weekend goes along with the wind and the conditions and everything else. And, and maybe it even firms up a bit, although probably not with the amount of rain that we got. But they do they can control a lot of that with their sub-air underneath the greens. It will be interesting to see how far out in front people can get. And I was thinking of it as a disadvantage, perhaps, for guys like McElroy or the afternoon wave because they don't get these conditions of very soft ball in hand, the way that the course appears to be playing with no wind, scoring's pretty good if you're hitting it well. But you had a different twist on that, that if those guys have to play 36 holes and they're playing well and they – the conditions are good for them well then they got 36 holes of it tomorrow and could really pile up a number so there's a couple of different ways to look at how this week could play out uh given a golfer that's playing pretty well yeah i just think that somebody like old rory mcelroy or a bigger name player uh who is comfortable because first of all playing 36 holes you have to do it in one day if you haven't done i mean sure these uh professionals on the pga tour are the best there are in the world but 36 holes is a lot of golf, so when you have to play it at that high level um, in one day, that might be tough. But for a guy like Roy McIlroy or something, if you can get a strong feel for the golf course early, for example, like Tommy Fleetwood, you mentioned five under through 13 holes, and then you get another 18 holes to play, you have a real opportunity to just kind of stranglehold this thing if you can get hot and figure out how you want to play the golf course even when they move the pin. So I think that'll be an interesting play of it. Tommy Fleetwood, by the way, throws a dart on 14 as a look at birdie uh, to take the solo lead at six under. But um, playing off of that, I think the war of attrition part of it, you're not going to win this tournament this week without having the strong mental part of your game because you have to imagine, we've already seen it once, start, stop, start, stop. You have to be mentally prepared for that and understand how it's going to impact your game and what you can do to better prepare yourself for the starting and the stopping if you haven't even had the chance to play yet. Yeah. Um, it's So I guess I just asked the question, do you have an advantage? Do the guys going out today have an advantage? It kind of feels like it, especially for a guy like Fleetwood who might go to 600 through 14. I, I would say they do because you – You've gotten uh, the first start and stop out of the way, so you're you're understanding what that's going to be, but you're seeing how the golf course is going to play because, sure, the practice rounds are one thing, but the guys that haven't played still really don't have an idea, and you might not even have that idea for a whole nother day when you've got these other guys that have played 18 holes. So if I had to bet on it, the guys that get through the first round today, barring that the conditions don't become incredibly easy, throughout the weekend, which we don't see them to be, I think the winner comes out of someone who's in this first wave that's actually getting to play the golf course and get a feel for it early on. Yeah, we'll see what uh, happens. Uh, that is 60 minutes at the Players' Championship as uh, we start the show a little bit different today. TPC Sawgrass, first round of the Players' A delay to start the day, four-hour and 15-minute delay during the day. We're getting some golf in. They're out there now, but we are not going to get the entire first round in. And then the backup happens. K-1 
can they get more golf in? A lot of golf tomorrow. We'll have to see how this shakes out. Could see a Monday finish or just a boatload of golf uh, over the next uh, four days here in Ponte Vedra. All right. That's the Players' Championship story. We'll continue to update you on the leaderboard. But there's a lot of stories going around now in sports. Florida Gators lose on a buzzer beater in OT. What's that say about Mike White? Is his job in jeopardy? Because it looks like the Gators are going to miss the tournament, much like the Knowles did yesterday after getting blown out uh, by Syracuse. Cam Robinson, some comments on social media. And I've got a thought or two more on Josh Allen. How does he compare to some of the elite pass rushers? Should the Jaguars extend him now or soon uh, instead of wait or pick up a fifth-year option? We'll have a debate with that because I got some interesting responses yesterday on social media. And baseball is back. Major League Baseball set to go on April 7th. They've come to an agreement. Those knuckleheads are going to play and throw some knuckleballs. We talk more about it. When we come back, Austin joins us. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690, live from the Players' Championship. If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. 